once gave money for flax and left the flax in the seller's possession. The price of flax increased and the seller sold Rav Kahana's flax to someone else intending to give the proceeds to Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana asked Rav whether he can take the money. Rav told him, if when the seller sold it, he said, this is the flax of Rav Kahana, then you can take the money. If he did not, you may not, because it looks like you lent him money and are taking back ribbis. Does Rav hold like the people in Eretz Yisrael who would say that if the, if the buyers don't know who the real seller is, they can't transfer the money to him, and that's why the money is not considered to belong to Rav Kahana? Where I said, the story can't be understood as explained above, because Rav Kahana didn't lend money and take back more money. He bought flax and the price of flax increased, so we can't understand the way we did. Obviously, it's something else is going on. When the seller then resold the flax, he in effect stole it from Rav Kahana and would have to repay the value as it was at the time of the stealing. This would surely not be viewed as a loan with interest. Rather, the case was that if Kahana purchased a future on flax from this seller without actually purchasing flax right now. In such a case, Rav holds that if the purchaser exercised the future for a profit and takes the actual underlying commodity, that would be mutter. However, if the, if the if he takes money in its place, that would be also because it looks like ribbis is merzeke ribbis. Zuck the Mishnah, if someone stole at least a pruta of value from another, and he swore that he did not steal anything, and then admitted that he swore falsely, and now he wants to do tshuva, in which case he has to return the principal value that was stolen, and an additional fifth of the value, and bring a carbon hashem. So he has to give it directly to the victim, even if he's now in a faraway land. He may not give it to the victim's son or shliach to bring there, but he may give it to a shliach of Bezdin. If the victim died, then he gives it to the Yashem. The Mishnah continues, if he gave him the principal value, but not the additional fifth, or if the victim was Michael the principal amount, but not the fifth, or he was Michael both. Pr- pr- uh, both of them, side of the principal, side of the fifth, but besides a portion of the principal worth less than a pruta, then he does not have to chase him down to return the remaining amounts. However, if he gave him the fifth but not the principal, or if he was Michael on the fifth but not the principal, or if he was Michael both except for he was not Michael a portion of the principal worth at least a pruta, he would have to chase him down to return the remaining amounts. If he returned the principal and then swore falsely that he also gave the fifth, and he then admitted that he swore falsely the second time as well, he has to pay an additional fifth on the fifth that he swore falsely about. This can continue going on until the amount that he swears about is worth less than a pruta. The Mishnah says the same rule applies to a pekodin, as the Pasuk says, Bepikodin, Oy Besesumes Yod, Oy Begozel, Oy Asher Gasamitsoy, Oy Motza Aveda, Vekichesh, Ba, Venishba Al Shaker. In all these cases, the person would have to pay the principal value, an additional fifth, and bring a carbon Asham. Frech the Gemara. The Mishnah seems to require him to chase down the victim to return what was stolen only because he swore falsely. This suggests that if he, did not, if he didn't swear falsely, he would not. He would seem not to have to go to a faraway land to return the stolen item. Whose view will this follow? Lachari doesn't, doesn't seem to follow the view of a Batarfan or Rabbi Akiva of a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, if a person stole from one of five people, but he doesn't remember which of the five he stole from, then each of the people claimed that they were the victim. Reb Tarifim says he can just put the stolen item between these people and be done with it walk away. Rabbi Kiva says that's not the proper way to do tshuva for an avera. Rather, he has to return the value of the item to each of those five people. Now, Armisha can't follow Reb Tarifim because he says, he seems to say, that even in a case where the Ganev swore, he can just put the item between the five people and walk away, which means he does not have to chase the victim down. The Mishnah also can't follow Rabbi Kiva because he seems to say that even if he didn't swear falsely, he would have still have to return to each person, which means that he would have to chase the victim down even without swearing falsely. So who does Armisha follow? It seems to say that only when he, when he swore falsely does he have to then chase the victim down. And for the Gemara, the Mishnah follows Rabbi Akiva because he holds that the item must be returned to each person only if the Ganev had first swore falsely, and the Machloikis was regarding a case where Yitzhak of swore falsely. Mark explains Rabbi Kiva's view is based on the Pasuk of Lasher, who lo yitnenu b'yoy He has to give it to the one to whom it belongs. So Tyron says, although the Pasuk requires that, the Rabbanon enacted that he does not have to do so, so that it not deter people from doing tshuva. 
Akiva says Rabbanon only made an enactment when the Ganav knows his victim that over there he doesn't have to chase him down to return the item if the costs associated with doing so are significant. However, if he doesn't know who he stole from, he would have to go ahead and return the value to each of the five people. Fact Yehuda asked, the Bryce says, or Shemalaza said, or Tarfan or Akiva would agree that if someone purchased an item from one of five people but can't remember who he purchased it from, that the buyer could just leave the money between them and be done with it. They only argue when a person stole from one of five people and doesn't know which of the five. In which case, Rabbi Tarfan says he can also just put down the stolen item between the people and be done with it. Or Bikiva says he has to pay back each of the five people. Now, if they only argue in a case where he swore falsely, why would there be a difference between where he bought an item and where he stole an item? Second question. Rafa asked, the Brisa says there's a story with a certain chassid who bought something from one of two people and didn't remember from which one. Rabbi Tarfan told him to leave the money between them and be done with it. Rabbi Kiva told him he has to pay each of the people. Now, when a story is said about a certain chassid, we know it either refers to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava or Rabbi Yehuda ben Rabbi Loi. Now, neither of these great tzaddikim would have sworn falsely. So the case must be where they did not swear falsely. And yet, Yet we see that they argue in this case as well. And for rather we must say that the Mishnah follows Rabbi Tarfan and he only argues with Rabbi Kiva when the person did not swear falsely. And Rabbi Tarfan agrees, based on the Pasuk, that if a person does swear falsely, he would have to pay to each of the possible victims. Rabbi Kiva says, although the Pasuk only requires that when he swears falsely, there are but enacted a penalty that has to be done even if he didn't swear falsely. In fact, where we find a Bryce where Rabbi Tarfan says, if a Ganav is looking to do tshuva but cannot remember from which of two people he stole, he has to repay both of the people we see that he holds that way even if he did not swear falsely. Rabbi said, the case of the Mishnah is different than the case of Machlechus because in our Mishnah he knows exactly who he stole from. Therefore, in, our, in, our, in the case of our Mishnah, if he doesn't swear falsely, it's as if the victim has asked him to hold on to the money for him until he's able to come and collect it. However, when he swears falsely, he can only get a kapar by actually paying the victim. And that's why he would have to chase him down even to a faraway land to repay for the stolen item.